It's the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Come inside, it's fun inside. So with the the Bacab at the last end of last episode, mm-hmm. uh, Bill kept having like the dreams and nightmares about these you know Bacab with like super long arms and stuff, oh, and like he giants. was like there was one point where that was at the other side, and his family was at the other side, and he like had to choose which one was going oh, which, man. and like the Bacab were you know like something big is coming, like something bad. Dang. And, like, the Bacov's whole mythos is holding up the sky. And oh, so, like, their whole good. thing was to hold up the so sky to keep it in place. He might be holding the wall. Yeah. If he was Damn. still a Bacov, that was definitely a scene that's that was going to be for him. Crazy. That was really cool. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. But he gone. And it shows the ripple effect of... Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. His choice. Yeah. 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 He wouldn't have been able to help even if he was still in here. Yeah, because oh, Bill's last Bacob storyline was he was going to go find the other Bacobs because he had only found one. That's right. Mm-hmm. And so then he left, and Alec Baldwin, the Bacob that he had found... I forgot about Alec Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> ...was then like in charge of getting the other two Bacob to like stop this thing from happening. And he succeeded. Oh, Obviously. Nice. Well, he well, succeeded in finding he them. He found the other two, yeah. And uh so oh crazy. yeah, and in, when y'all were in the so underworld in South Silk Shop, Bill kept getting calls. It was from Alex saying, "Hey, I found the other Dubacob. Where are you?" Oh yeah. man! Oh my heart! Yeah. Oh. Greetings, friends. This is Kit, and you're listening to the Misconceptions Podcast. got this here we are this may be it i just need to figure out how to get enough plants up to the top floor with the dragon well his face seems to be back to normal and now i'm doing it for me not for anybody else in front of the layer of a literal dragon i don't know where we're all gonna be after this i am esther my wife and my best friend by my side. Esther's here as well. Didn't think I'd end up here. It's great days when I was sitting in the third grade classroom. No time for that now. Let's go kill a dragon. Grandma, I hope you see this. Let's go. I'm ready for this to be over. Previously on Misconceptions, the crew followed their many threads to a conclusion. The Cabal, the shadowy organization orchestrating drugs and crime and murder, doing all these awful things to control the city, they worked their way through the various members of the Cabal to find their way to the top. Drace DeSantos. And now they stand in front of Legendary Solutions Plaza. The Cabal's endgame having been enacted. A blood-red sky overhead. No cloud in the sky. No mist or vapor seeping up through drainage systems or sewage pipes or manhole covers 
People are looking around confused. People have their mirage of the mist torn away to reveal what and who they truly are. Buildings, cars, objects, they appear as they would in fairy tales and folk legends and mythological tales. And earlier, when these geysers of mist shot up into the sky, the geysers are now gone. But what each of you sees coming from these numerous, what you know to be, wells across the city that have been activated by the cabal, you see infinitesimal motes of green light trickling through the air like a bloodstream flowing up over streets and cars and street lamps, up over buildings, coming together at a centralized point at the penthouse of Legendary Solutions Plaza, where you know Drace DeSantos, the mastermind of all of this, the head of the cabal, must be waiting for you. And before we get started... Mohammed and Esther, you had some burned tags, correct? Mm, what were yes. the tags that were burned for you? Um, Esther burned Inspire Calm and her Aegis armor and Javi the cop. Okay. Esther, go ahead and uh, unburn your, uh, your Inspire Calm and Aegis armor. Mohammed, what about you? Uh, Muhammad had Ursine transformation and Wallop burned. Okay, and both of those are mythos? Yeah. Go ahead and unburn both of those. As the wall of mist passed through you, you felt yourself reinvigorated with your powers. But the four of you stand there. Um, and you notice that before at 123 Blanco Street, when the wall hit you, your physical appearance changed. It has not changed now. In fact, I think you see. A few green specks floating off of your shoulders and your fingertips, flowing off into the air and just kind of dissipating uh, before you see where they go. Much like those lights are coming from uh, the wells scattered across the city going towards the penthouse, you see light is coming off of you going towards the penthouse, um, but you lose track of it uh, as it gets further and further away from you. You hear uh, sirens further in the city, you hear shouting, you hear chaos, and uh, the Legendary Solutions Plaza, it is this huge central building with these two arms or wings coming off of it, and there is a diamond-shaped like courtyard with a beautiful, elaborate water fountain that is still gushing, uh, but the water doesn't look like water now, it looks like murky blood as it catches the tint from the sky uh, and from the glass doors of legendary solution plaza you see a horde of people rush out the people in paramilitary uniforms some of them are human some of them are beastmen, outfitted with the paramilitary uniforms but they make a perimeter around Legendary Solutions Plaza. You see some people are just stunned and have no idea what is happening. Their eyes open to the nature of the city for the first time. And these paramilitary men just check them, just shove them out of the way, pushing them into the street, clearing the area around uh, Legendary Solution Plaza. Maybe one person gets a little heated and tries to shove back. Their chest is filled with lead from a rifle. At that, people start running actively away from Legendary Solution Plaza. What did the four of you do? <sighs> Mohammed stretches. <clears throat> well, I guess we need to make a path. I want to tear this tree out, mm -hmm. hold it sideways, and rush the guards using it as like a shield. Okay. To barrel through them. Yeah. Don't roll for it. You get a plus one battering ram. Oh. Okay. Cool. Because I, I think you just do it. Okay. Uh, but I will say this will only be good for like one action. Yeah. Yeah. I figured. Yeah. So you got a battering ram. Cool. Yeah. So um, 
Muhammad steps out into the street. Got his tree. <laughs> He's got his tree. Um, and you just see him start slower and he starts to pick up momentum and just do, 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 do. All right. Uh, I think you are trying to get past this line. Yeah. So I go ahead and roll a uh, go toe to toe. You may add your plus one battering ram. What else could you add? Fantastic. Um, uh, and as Woodard has returned to us, Woodard is a plus one story tag that y'all can use in any way that you can figure out how to use him. Cool. I will add athletic and uh, wall and my battering ram tag. So plus three. Plus one. Or do can we use Woodard multiple times? Yeah, I mean, just make it make sense narratively. Oh, no. There's no real reason. Yeah, yeah. He's on the end of the tree. <laughs> He's just <laughs> standing on the tree. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. yeah. I was over on the bench. <laughs> I was over on the bench. No. All right. So plus three. Uh, oh, that is an eight plus three, 11. 11. All right. So I'm going to go toe to toe, 10 plus. Um, you get to choose two. Achieve your goal, get them good and give them a status, or block, dodge, or counter their best attempts. Yeah, so we will achieve our goal of knocking them out of the way, and I will block Dodger counter their best attempts. Okay. Yeah, so you you barrel through them, shoving them to the side with this huge, massive tree trunk. Uh, and I think on impact, it shatters, and you like force your way through uh, this hired muscle flying to uh, either side. You have made a path. Your friends running in after and behind you. Some of them, uh, well, I think those nearest you are like just stunned by the sheer force of you forcing your way through. Um, you have a clear shot to the front doors of Legendary Solution Plaza. We sprint. Get in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you sprint. Uh, and as you sprint, you see a looming figure in the doorway. Uh, you see, as this looming figure gets closer, the glass of the front door starts to warble and shape and melt. Stepping through as the glass and metal just peters off to the ground, a hulking figure with bat-like wings, uh, magma flowing in between cracked skin, uh, bubbling over from lips. See the mutated Jimmy the Butcher. It steps through, looking at you with eyes that are blood red like the heart of a volcano, tears of lava streaming down its face. Mutated Jimmy the Butcher says, Kill me. And rushes at the four of you. Yes. Legit question. Yes. Can I restore the heart of Tafiti and Jimmy the Butcher? Yeah, do you have it? It's in the bushes. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But Jimmy starts rushing towards you on his two legs. He kind of stumbles, catches himself with these giant bear claws digging into the concrete and pushes himself up, his bat wings flapping to give him a boost. And he's just, we have this cool, like, distant shot of Jimmy the Butcher, like, his arms reared back to uh, either side, his feet tucked up underneath him, his bat wings fully extended to give himself leverage, lava spilling off into the air behind him as he is plummeting towards you. What do y'all do? And he said, kill me like he wants us to kill him? Yes, he did. And Esther, you've seen Jimmy the Butcher like this twice. You saw him on Jacoby's Island whenever he had been freshly made. Uh, you saw him a second time back at the island whenever Bill killed Jesse. And this is the third time you've seen him. And I think every time you have seen him, he has said something like, kill me. Where is he? Where's who? Oh, you're asking that to Jimmy the Butcher? Uh... He plummets towards you, his claws over his head, and he goes to smash you. I would like all of you to roll a face danger against a shaken three status. 
He's trying to scare you. Do you have anything that would help you not oh. be scared? I have my Inspire Calm. That would actually help <laughs> Um, I don't know how to use that to help everyone, but I do feel like it would... I don't... Uh, do you have help points? I do have help points. You could describe it as you send out a burst to everyone, and they get a plus one to their roll, and you use one help point for each person. I don't have a help point on Woodard. Uh... Woodard is a, a story tag. If something happens where, like, he is endangered, mm. you can roll uh, to protect him. But, like, uh, you will not need to protect him. He'll be protecting himself. Unless, like, some huge momentous occasion happens and yeah. you'll have to save him. So I that I am going to do that. I'm going to send out a burst for my ring to okay. inspire calm. Okay. Because I want us to all have a level head so we can okay. take care of this. So everybody gets a sense. plus one. Um, could I use bestial roar as in I'm when he starts coming in I just kind of go a little feral just to kind of I don't know. show him who the sure. bigger bear is. Kind of. Yeah, yeah I'm okay with that. Cool. So I'll just use that. And, uh, um, I don't have anything to add. Okay. So just a plus one. I, I guess, yeah, I just Muhammad have a plus Muhammad has a plus two, and Esther has a plus one. Go ahead. I got a, I got a seven. You, so, total six. No. Oh. I rolled a six. Explosion, you should roll that no, again. No, that's yeah. not seven. <laughs> I got a ten, which would be an eleven. Okay. I got seven. Eleven, seven. Eight. Eight. I never okay. roll this high. Uh, eleven, <laughs> seven, eight. Uh, Esther... So he is obviously telegraphing his moves. You have plenty of time to like, like jump back out of the way. He smashes down on the ground, shattering it beneath him. Lava boiling from his wounds, burning and searing the ground around him. He lets out this roar. Uh, Esther, you dance back out of the way, uh, managing to keep calm. Uh, okay, fine. You don't dance out of the way. You Esther doesn't dance. <laughs> you tuck and roll dance. out of the way. Um. Uh, anyone who rolled below a 10, uh, you take a uh, frightened 2 status. I like the image of like him shattering the ground and like coming up into a roar and Mohammed being right there to meet him with a roar of their own. And like both of you just screaming in each other's faces. Um, but he, he is big and powerful and you yeah. can feel the heat radiating off of him. Uh, so it is a little scary. Yeah. I roar, but it's half-hearted. Yeah. Uh, And Esther, he does not answer your question. Well, no crap. (laughs) What y'all do? Esther moves towards the building. Okay, you're running towards the building? Mm -hmm. Gun out. Uh, If you're going to try to run towards the building, uh, Jimmy the Butcher is going to try to stop you. So roll a go toe to toe. He or no, an attack of roll a roll a take the risk to get past Jimmy the Butcher. I will give her a help. Okay, how are you helping her? Well, I have the bar of the way power attack first of all. But, okay. Um, when he starts to turn towards her, I'm just gonna like reach around and just grab him by the face and pull his face into mine and roar again. Okay. Uh, as you touch him, roll a face danger against a. Seared three status. Cool. Can I realize not before it happened, but before it happened? But can I see Muhammad doing this and yell at him? Uh, how? What? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. What? So you know we're all. He's on fire. <laughs> right. So mass chaos happens. Jump back. I see Esther running. I see Muhammad go to reach towards him. I would like to interrupt and yell. Can't do that. What are you? So Would you're trying to like get him to point? not do this damage. Correct. Okay. Um. I guess spend some health points if you're wanting to keep him from taking this damage. No, yeah, I don't have any health. Okay. okay. I'm gonna flashback to I have my own mitts on. <laughs> <laughs> he never took them off. I after never made them off. Pizza. He's he in this. Uh, he's in this heroic outfit and just <laughs> of mitts. My bear claws. Well, is I mean, out of he me. was preparing. He was preparing <laughs> yeah. with fire retardant clothes. So I didn't actually get to do that though because mm, I, I had know. to use my montage for healing. But okay, 
We're gonna have exactly the number of wounds that I already did uh, by the end of this <laughs> intro. So here we go. Um, I don't really have anything defensive like that. So, come on, ten. Five. Okay. You take a seared three status as your hands clap against the side of his face. Your palms start to sizzle and blister from the pure heat of his body. Um, And now, Christian, roll a go toe-to-toe to to prevent uh, Jimmy the Butcher from chasing after Esther. Excellent. This one I have tags for. Always bar the way and bear hug. Okay. That was two sixes, but I'll re-roll this one since it didn't go in there. Okay. Still a six. That's 12. Nice. Plus two, 14. Yeah, so even despite the burning and blistering of your hands, you hold him steady. Um, oh, yeah, and I, I guess we should, like, resolve your move. So you get two of those options while you do. I will achieve my goal and block dodge or counter the best attempts. Because I don't want to take more... Okay, so uh, he's like going to go to like eviscerate you with his claw. So how do you avoid him and keep him from uh, chasing after Esther? Um, so I've got him by the by like the side of the head. As he goes to swipe for me, I'm gonna swing around onto his back mm-hmm. and kind of put him in a chokehold. Mm. Yeah, and you feel your clothes start to singe and burn. <laughs> uh, it's very hot. Um. Faye, where are you doing? Where's the nearest water source? The fountain. Where's the fountain? Right by you. You're like in this diamond-shaped plaza with the water fountain in the middle. Faye is going to use her acrobatic mastery to and her staff to swing around and kick Jimmy the Butcher towards the water and yell at Muhammad as she's... <laughs> Swinging past him. He needs to cool off as she swings past him. Okay. Uh, Go ahead and roll. uh, 2d6 plus uh, whatever you're rolling. Cool. I'm adding two tags. I got an 11. Okay. Um, So you hit, and I don't think I said what this would be. I think this is a hit with all you've got. Uh, So you're hitting him with a tier 2 power, uh, and you get to take cover. Uh, you get to choose two of these. Take cover, uh, get them good, control the collateral damage, hold the target's attention, or gain the upper hand. Okay, I get them good. And then I hold his attention. Okay. Yeah, so you you leap up, you uh, kick him into the fountain, uh, and as soon as his body touches the fountain, there is an explosion of steam that just mushrooms out around you. You did not control the collateral damage. So now there is an obscuring fog. One story tag to hear. And as the fog just billows around you, you you hear Woodard call out, Faye, where are you? And before you can answer, you see uh, like the spines on Godzilla's back lighting up before he lets out a breath. You see this orange glow spread up, up, up through cracks, and you see Jimmy the Butcher explode a stream of lava at your direction. Roll a face danger against a seared three status. In this instance, I'm going to use the same thing. Um, (laughs) So I'm going to use my acrobatic mastery again to... um, take cover so I'm imagining you know the fountain has a base and as the fire comes towards me I just like roll off and lay down on the ground okay. um, to avoid it okay so add uh, or subtract your uh, terrified two status from this okay I rolled an eight okay um, you take a burned two status as like you mostly get out of the way but some of it hits your side and shoulder uh and you just feel your uh what are you wearing are you wearing a dress uh, what are you wearing what are you wearing <laughs> right now what are you wearing let's just get a little fashion vibe from everybody real quick. <laughs> um i have my flower crown on okay and, and yes. that's all 
Hey. <laughs> hey. The different main Mae's feeling real confident. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have my flower crown on, so like a spark hits it and like it just singes <laughs> a little. All right, awesome. So you like you jump out of the way, like bits of your clothes are burning, bits of your hair are singed. Uh, you see some spectral arrows shooting through the mist, colliding with Jimmy's body. Uh, as Woodard is firing arrows off from the other side of the fountain, trying to distract him. Esther, you are rushing towards the open entryway into Legendary Solutions. You jump over the glob that was once a door, uh, and you land in this uh, like lobby area with polished floors, plenty of seats, uh, multiple coffee areas, like a receptionist desk, but it is all empty. You see hallways branching off to multiple wings. You see stairs. You see an elevator in the back. What do you do? Um, she's going to look back to like see where the team is at yeah. kind you, of thing. You look over your shoulder and you see like the wall of steam like comes right up to the door kind of poking through like in wisps and whispers and you see like just the faintest glow of like uh, Woodard's arrows hitting against Jimmy's hide. You see like just the faint orange glow of Jimmy's body. You see like an explosion of fire and flame as he shoots it out at uh, Faye. I mean, Esther's feeling confident, but she doesn't exactly want to take the dragon on by herself. But at the same time, she feels like it'd be really cool if she did. (laughs) Um... I know. She does for everything else. I know. <laughs> hey, she's rolling good tonight. She's rolling good tonight, which is great. I've only rolled once. Exactly. And it, it was, was good. good. <laughs> it was good. Uh, uh, I don't know what to do. Esther makes her way to the elevator. Okay. Uh, you make your way to the elevator. I would assume you press, like, I mean, you press the call button yeah uh, you press the call button it comes out opens up uh you press the penthouse button is there anybody in the elevator when it opens up now there is <laughs> yes. there is now. as the door opens up there wasn't anything but as soon as you say it there's somebody there no there's no one there i step inside okay Step inside. Is it a glass elevator or is it? Oh, it's a glass oh, elevator. Oh, oh shit! So we're fighting. Um, <laughs> we, um, we and you look, you look up and you see <laughs> Esther like waving from five stories up as she keeps ascending. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Hope we find you. Um, you just hear music. Yeah. Um. So there's like there's a penthouse button. Mm-hmm. Is there a picture of a dragon on it? <laughs> it's funny you ask that. It's actually a sword. Because what you do see is a very curious symbol that... I you say a very cute dragon. A very cute dragon. It makes all the boy dragons oh, go, wah. Uh, you're a girl. Oh, you're a girl, <laughs> dragon. Oh, you're a girl, dragon. That was a good quote, Tessa. That was a good one. That was really good. Um... <laughs> As you go to press what you assume is a penthouse button, you see a symbol that is very curious and familiar to you. It tickles at the back of your memory. I don't like for my memory to be tickled. Well, it's, it's getting tickled. It's all in there tickling. But as you, you look at it, uh, it has five spikes going down and two spikes going up with kind of like a spear-shaped head pointing north. And as you're looking at it, you recognize this as the spiky crown with a spear running through it, or the spiky fleur-de-lis, however you thought it looked. But obviously, as you turn it upside down, you see a dragon in flight, flying upwards. I love it. something. I love it so much. Uh... Listeners, we have had <laughs> the, the best. We've had this symbol drawn on a uh, note card 
for the past four years and each time i've shown it to them i've held it a certain way but tonight i turned it upside down <laughs> I love it so and they're like it's a dragon <laughs> Uh, I'll post this on our uh, Discord probably oh if gosh. I can remember. Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but you look at that and you suddenly realize the symbol of the Cabal was always a dragon. You just didn't look at it the right way. You press that button, the elevator starts to ascend upwards towards a dragon. You go up stories. The the back of the building is to the to the exterior. So once you like get out of the lobby, it is just glass windows, and you can look out across the city uh, as things become more and more distant and far away. As you become more and more removed from the rest of the city, you suddenly hear a thud on the top of the elevator and of course the elevator up here because of all the mechanisms and everything is obscured from sight but you see these claws dig into the roof and start to peel it back like the peel of an orange is peeled back and you see a dog or ursine like face poke in and you see the frothing mouth of Nick the Beastman Hello friends and welcome to the mid-roll section of episode 91 of Misconceptions. I'm your host, David White, and welcome to the mid-roll. Well everyone, I hope that you are having a good week. I hope that you are enjoying this episode. To be quite honest, uh, this past week and a half has been rough for me. Uh, As some of you may or may not know, I am an elementary teacher uh, down in Texas, and uh, school has started up, and within two days of school starting up, I already had symptoms of COVID. And sure enough, I tested positive about uh, a week and a half ago, uh, and uh, it was not fun. Uh, luckily, it was a mild case. Uh, did not have to go to the emergency room. Did not have any uh, breathing problems. Had a lot of congestion, a lot of uh, GI issues. Uh, Carrie, unfortunately, got it from me as well because, you know, we're living together. Um and our son started showing symptoms, but thankfully, again, he had a very mild case, just a little cough and a runny nose. Um, but it was scary. Uh, it was scary because, you know, I've spent the past two years uh, masking up, washing my hands, disinfecting, doing all this, getting the vaccine, all of this stuff to keep my family and myself safe from this virus and then within two days of being forced to go back to work with no preventative measures uh i caught it uh so i was very angry i was very scared uh luckily carrie and i are doing better um but for for everyone else that's going back into the workforce for everybody else that um is in places where people are not taking uh, this global pandemic seriously. Uh, I, you are on my mind, you're on my heart, and I hope that you stay safe. Uh, and uh, I hope everyone has gotten vaccinated because I truly think my symptoms were so not severe because uh, we were vaccinated. Also, I didn't mention I have COVID brain. Uh, thinking is hard sometimes. Um, hopefully that goes away soon. But anyways, that's that's just a little personal life update, uh, and I just want to let y'all know where uh, we were health-wise. <coughs> Sorry. Um, and hope that y'all all stay safe and stay well as well. <coughs> Golly, now again, stop coughing. Uh, let's just get through these show notes, okay? Um, so, we have two episodes left 
of misconceptions. Well, I guess one, if you're not counting this one. Uh, and I was asking for burning questions to be sent in. Uh, we do not need those burning questions anymore. We have recorded our Geek Out After the Series, which will be released along with episode 92. So you can hear us answer all those questions that were sent in and also just talk about behind-the-scenes stuff and the original idea of misconceptions and, uh, and some other stuff, too. Uh, so I hope you're excited for that. Uh, and our pre-order for our Misconceptions t-shirts concluded, and we got some shirts pre-ordered, uh, and we're going to put all the excess shirts on our website for you to order in just a couple of weeks. So be on the lookout at misconceptionspod.com if you would like a Misconceptions logo t-shirt. Uh, and we are fully supported and funded by the generous monthly donations of our patrons on Patreon. Recently, a couple of months ago, we took a hit and we fell from above our $500 month goal below our $400 a month goal. Right now, we're sitting around $387 a month, which is about $13 away from me being able to sustainably pay our performers uh, for the work they do on Misconceptions, Sins of the Father, and even our patron-only show, SideQuest. Um, so, I'm still paying the performers, because I do not think it would be fair for me to pay them and then not pay them. Um, but we're kind of starting to run low on money because we are below that $400 month goal. Um, so if you are a fan of this show, even though Misconceptions is about to wrap up, our Patreon goes towards Sins of the Father, SideQuest, Sound Effects, our Misconceptions 2 show that is yet to be released. Um, we would appreciate it. If you could go to our Patreon and give any amount you can, the five dollar, uh, the five dollar amount, uh, good grief, COVID brain's hitting me. Uh, the five dollar per month amount, there we go, uh, is just the perfect amount because it's not a lot. It's like you're buying a Sonic drink once every month. Uh, unless you go in happy hour and then it's like insanely cheap. But you're just getting $5 a month, and for that $5 a month, you get access to our Discord, you get access to our patron-only show, you get access to Sins of the Father and Misconceptions audio a week before anybody else does. Uh, $5 a month, pretty sweet deal on our Patreon. So if you like this show, please go get $5 a month. It's not a lot, and it will really help our network out. Um, and that is enough out of me. I hope that you enjoyed the rest of this episode, and I'll see you back at the end of this episode. Let's cut downstairs. <laughs> to where you're fighting Jimmy the Butcher. Indeed. Fake quotes. <laughs> <laughs> that is too much! This one NPC we met one time is being mind controlled? I had a deep connection with Nick. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. <laughs> but, anyways, cool. you are fighting Jimmy the Butcher. Yes, we are. Um. And there is a just cloud of steam all in this area obscuring yeah. view i know you said you're i'm gonna control the collateral damage i was like well damn it and then christian was like no don't it'll be fine and i was like yes I don't don't. there's a cloud of smoke <laughs> there's a cloud of, of uh, steam you said Ooh, woodard's cares. arrows were just bouncing off of him uh i mean woodard's laying kidding. into him but jimmy the butcher is a thick boy He's a thick Damn boy. <laughs> Damn boy, that butch is thick. Yeah. Alright. <sighs> I'm very close to him, right? Because I'm laying down. Yeah. You and Muhammad are both pretty close to him. Woodard's the furthest away because he's an archer. But am I close enough that I can actually see him or is the steam obscuring it? it? This I mean, we can steam is very light. thick. You can like see like the hints glow, of right? his glow. Yeah, okay. But I couldn't see a vulnerability of like where... No. Okay. I'm about to just get burned up. It's fine. 
Um, get in there. <clears throat> huh? Get in there. I'm getting in there. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, so Muhammad's gonna go full burr. Full burr. Full burr. Um, and he's gonna go for the throat. So he's gonna go Earth Sign Transformation. I'm sure that might be all I can really do here. So earlier, Faye, you gave him a quenched three status. Uh, so I'm going to say as long as he has that status, his molten skin move, where he hurts people automatically, because it was at a seared three, you gave him a quenched three, so it would step that move back to a zero, so it's effectively ineffective right now. With that lava blast that he did, was that coming out of his mouth? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so, um, Muhammad going full bear. He's going to rush at him and attempt to... He's going to go for the throat. He's going to attempt to rip out his throat so that he can't, like, breathe that lava anymore. Okay. Ouch! Yeah, definitely. It'll just drip out. He won't be able to, like, project it out. I mean, it's very smart. It's brutal. Yeah. But hey. Um, so yeah, that's going to be the Earth Sign Transformation. Uh, this would be what... You got? Yeah, this is definitely hit with all I've got. And I can burn a tag for here for a ten plus with a juice of three, right? Yes, you could. I'm gonna go ahead and do that. I'll burn okay. my Ursine transformation. Alright. Got it back just to burn. Uh, so you don't have to roll, so now you yes. you have rolled a ten uh, yes. a ten with the power of three. So you're going to be hitting him with the tier three status. I'm going to. He has. Uh, hold on, a few okay, things. Go ahead. Uh, he has a thick hide status that okay. steps incoming uh, harm down by one. Okay. So right now he's only taking a two. Okay. Um, I'm going to get him good. Can I get three again? Okay. And you have one more option. I will say, if you want to remove his uh, vomit boiling magma mm-hmm. move. You could choose to uh, gain the upper That's hand and take one juice and use that juice to burn a power tag, okay, which yeah. would effectively get rid of that. All right. Because that's going to do what I want him to do. Yeah. So uh, um, describe so for us what happens. Two out of the three. I get one more. Uh, no. Power, right? Or no, sorry. You only get You're two. right. You're right. I'm sorry. Power is three, not Yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, I will hit him with the tier three throatless. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. So rope. I don't know what else to say. That's what it is. Um, so yeah. You didn't choose to protect yourself, so he I is know. going to fine. claw, bite, or crush. Roll a face danger against a wounded four status. Yep. Wait, is he, you said he's clawing at me? Mm-hmm. I could add bar the way to try to block it. Sure. I could do that. You could also say Woodard helps you in some way. True. Yeah, uh, I'll add Woodard as well to see if he can, like, fire an arrow through his hand or something to make him recoil from it. Yeah, yeah. So Woodard is, like, over your shoulder and, like, he's going to shoot an arrow. Well, we'll see how you roll now. Describe what he does. Something like that. So plus two. Uh, Eleven. An 11, sweet. So uh, so Woodard is over your shoulder. He draws his arrow. He says, I got you, Teddy. And he fires it. And uh, one arrow hits Jimmy the Butcher's hand. And it he like recoils that hand back as the other one keeps coming towards you. What? Do you, how do you avoid it? Yeah, um, the other one comes, comes towards me. I've still got my jaws around his throat. And I just kind of pull up with my other bear claw and just stop it. And hold it there. Yep. Nice. Uh, Faye, what are you doing? Faye was not built for this kind of combat. <laughs> yes. I know. You're the worst. Jimmy the Butcher <laughs> was specifically made to frustrate everybody on this team. I don't care. Except for Mohammed and Woodrow, because they weren't officially a part of this team originally. <laughs> Fair enough. But also, I, if I get in close, I get burned, so. Yeah. <laughs> it does work on me, too. Yeah, he had no technology for Rin. He could fly for Esther. He burned everything for Faye. Mm-hmm. And he reduced all physical statuses of people who were close to him with Bill. That's crazy. That's really good. Um, he was he was made to be the party killer. That's great. Or at least party frustrator. That's good. That was successful yeah. creation. That's why Esther's out. <laughs> um, while all of this is happening, Faye is going to run around behind... Jimmy the Butcher, mm-hmm. 
Um, what can I see of Esther in the elevator? Sure, I'll say that like there is a part in the steam for just a moment and you see an elevator going up and you see some sort of scuffle happening inside of it. Intuition, that must be Esther. No idea what's actually happening up there because she is rocketing upwards. Okay. And in the steam, obscures your vision again. Sure. Okay. Um, Faye is going to sprint into the... Uh, into legendary solutions, um, jump over the like melted glass mm-hmm. stuff, um, grab a f- potted ficus. Sure. Very specific. <laughs> and run into the stairwell and Jack and the Beanstalk the ficus, and just hold on to it as yes. she shoots up to the penthouse floor. Okay. And, uh, yeah, you, you grab one of the branches of the ficus and, like, the wicker basket that's holding this thing just shatters as massive roots spill out, dig into the cement, and adhere it to the wall and banisters, and you just start shooting upwards. I love it. Um, uh, um. Yeah, so I get, I want to get to the penthouse. Okay. You're working on it. Uh, okay, that's my Nice stuff. Yep. <laughs> I see um, over to Esther. Uh, Nick is trying to force his way into this glass elevator with you. What do you do? No, sir. The last time you saw him was on Bill's Island when you shot him in the leg. Is his leg still injured? Uh, you can't see his leg. You can only really see from his uh, shoulders down. Because uh, he has a up. huge... Well, yeah, I guess shoulders up. Because he has this huge turtle shell on his back as well. He's a ninja turtle. He's a ninja turtle, turtle bear, bear <laughs> warthog thing. He's a man turtle bear pig. Man turtle bear pig. Does he... And he doesn't talk like... Did he... He hasn't No, he is anything. frothing and growling. Okay. I... Want to shoot him in the shoulder? Okay. Um. To to do what? To hurt him or to keep him from getting in? Yes. <laughs> Roll a go toe to toe. I'm gonna use my gun. Okay. Gun. And I guess that's really it. Okay. Uh, so go toe to toe. You get to choose two. Achieve your goal. Get them good and give them a status. Or block, dodge, and counter their best attempts. I want to achieve my goal and block, dodge, and counter his best attempt. Okay. So your bullet like ricochets off his shoulder. He like recoils backwards, uh, and as he does, he takes himself out of you know the hole that he was trying to dig his way into, and he doesn't lash out at you. Um, but as he does, like his claw like rakes across the cable of the elevator, and the elevator jostles, and it comes to an immediate emergency stop. And it's like in between two floors. So as you, if you do pry open the doors, there is the uh, like floor, and then there's where you could slip down to the floor beneath you or go up the the floor above you. What do you do? I'm going to go up to the floor above me. Okay. You go up to the floor above you. You see, uh, like, collaboration planning rooms with uh, geometric designs etched into glass walls. And uh, everything is, like, open. And everybody can see what everybody was working on. Uh, Much like the lobby, this area is empty. There are collaboration rooms with long tables and chairs, uh, multiple screens for projects to be displayed on, but everything is off and everyone is gone. Uh, The only light is the natural light coming from the blood red sky above. Uh, So everything is just kind of dim and dark and red. You crawl your way up to that upper floor. What do you do? Do I know which floor I'm on compared to which floor the penthouse is? Um, sure. I think, like, the, uh, the, I don't know how big a building is, 
but it's a big building and you're like three-fourths of the way up. I am going to move to or look for the stairs. Okay. Uh, As you walk down this hallway, you hear the glass shatter behind you as Nick forces his way into the hallway. But once again, his massive frame cannot fit through this narrow space, so he's like crawling and digging his uh, claws into the ground, trying to pull himself towards you. And like the metal, or the metal is bending under his weight. The glass is cracking and shattering as he pulls his way after you. And I guess you rush off to find the stairs. Mm-hmm. Let's cut back downstairs to Jimmy the Butcher and the boys. <gasps> okay. <laughs> um, well, you know what you got to do. But um, um, I would like to negotiate a settlement with Jenny, Jimmy the Butcher. Yes. Um, <laughs> Let's bust no. out some of those pro bono lawyer tags. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And Woodard can lawyer this boy. <laughs> I would like to represent Lawyers. you in court. <laughs> lawyer. How Objection. Well, I don't know when his fire is going to come back. So I'm going to, still in bear form, mm-hmm. stand up onto my hind legs mm-hmm. and summon my street sign in bear form in bear form okay summon your what my street sign this corner of sherwood and nottingham oh i've done it before <laughs> a couple He's times multiple times <laughs> i used it yeah. in my first appearance back on the yeah. show <laughs> so the street shine the street sign shoots up through the ground shattering the cement yeah, and this bear grabs it. <laughs> now, you've got a bear with a street sign. Yep. Um, and I'm gonna smack him. Smack him. Smack so that ass. Go for the, we're gonna go for the wall up here. Okay. <laughs> it was all you got, I'm assuming. Yeah. Is Woodard assisting you? Uh, yeah, actually, that would be good. Okay. How's he gonna assist you? So he's running in. I am going to go high with my street sign, and mm-hmm. Woodard's going to come around underneath low and swipe at the back of his leg with his bow. Mm. I love it. So we'll do a plus two. It's like they've done this before. That's an eight. So then eight. Pl- uh, choose one. Uh, yeah. What is this? This is hit with all you got, right? Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I said. All right, mm-hmm. Aston. You said probably. Oh, okay. Hit with all you've got. Okay. <laughs> Um, uh, so okay. you hit him with a tier what power? Two. Two, so it steps down to a one because of his yeah. thick hide, and you get That's to okay. choose one thing. I'm going to gain the upper hand and use my juice to reduce his uh, armored status. Ooh, uh, how? Um, so what his, what his thick hide is is just like augmentations made to his physical body. Oh. Uh, so he has like uh, just animal parts attached to him like he has stitched leather hide on okay. him okay well, um, hard to do but i mean how like how do you do it as long as you can do it narratively <sighs> also part of his natural armor is like his chitinous rocky uh, carapace yeah um so we we do that and the force sends him flying into a wall um and part of that uh, like chitin and stuff cracks and reveals a weak spot. Okay, yeah, and it's like burning bright and orange. Yeah. Uh, you hit him so hard, you turn him into a Legend of Zelda boss. Perfect. <laughs> uh, cut upstairs to Esther. You are rushing through the. Uh, Stop following me. Yeah, you're rushing <laughs> through the glass. Uh, I turn around my door and say, "Stop following me." <laughs> Uh, he doesn't. Yeah, I know. Um, you see... But he's being slowed down because he doesn't, like, fit in the hallway. Yeah, but he's about to break through. Uh, so go ahead. Uh, you see the, like, entryway into the uh, staircase. Go ahead and roll a take the risk to get there before Nick gets to you. So in this case, can I use my react before it happens? Is that appropriate for sure. this? Okay. Maybe it's a stretch, but daddy's fighter just because I've trained. So, like, I have the athletic ability to, like, run fast. I don't know. It's a stretch. Sure. So, I'm rolling with a plus two. Mm-hmm. A seven. A seven. Esther's back. It happens, but it what? gets messy. Yeah. You still do it. Yeah. Uh, you're going to get there. 
<laughs> but Nick is going to burst through and start chasing you. And you like ran around the collaboration centers to get to where you're going. Nick is going to charge through them, shattering the glass, tossing tables and chairs to Come the on, side. Man, you're making a mess. Uh, ramming his head through a screen and just sundering it in two. Um, he's charging towards you, and he is going to get to you before you get to the stairwell. Uh, so I have a question. Do you uh, drop your gun in the process of escaping him, or do you roll a face danger as he collides with you? I roll a face danger as he collides with me. Okay. Go ahead and roll a face danger against a wounded three status. Can't react before it happens, man. No, you cannot, because this is a linked move. Daddy's fighter, because I kind of... You already used it. You use Daddy's fighter and react before it happens. life lessons. I was thinking you should use life lessons instead, so we can say you use life lessons, and you can use Daddy's fighter now. I thought that I... No, you definitely said react before it happens in Daddy's fighter. But I was like, "Uh, sure, you have life lessons, so let's just say, like, that's what that was. What did you roll? Esther dies. <laughs> Nate dies. <laughs> Sun dies. She's back. Um, back. You get to it. But before you do, Nick comes crashing through one of the collaboration centers uh, and rakes his claws against your back. You take a wounded three status. As you stumble forward, crash through the door, hit the banister, and start to teeter over. At that moment... Speeding Say, up from the other direction. Wait, what is this tag called? Uh, let's call it a uh, nicked a little. <laughs> I like ah. that. So as you hit the banister and you're teetering over, uh, but at that moment, speeding up from the other direction. Faye starts to fly past Esther, reaches down, grabs her arm, and pulls her with her onto the tree. And we go. Superman. <laughs> okay. Uh, Esther, do you say anything as Faye grabs you while riding this giant beanstalk ficus? I mean... Wait. What else is new, really? <laughs> I am now picturing Faye in knee-high stiletto boots wrapped around this... Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> You're in reverse no. on a plant vine. <laughs> You're going up to kill God. <laughs> yes. To kill the dragon. Oh my gosh. No. Oh my sure. god. <laughs> no. Alright, so last last time we had phase phase face imposed on Prince uh Principal Palpatine. I would now like phase face superimposed on, on Lil Nas X when he is flying down the pole but going up reverse the video, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we need all of these memes. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, okay. You two are rocketing upwards towards a penthouse. Oh uh, we'll come back to you when you get to the penthouse. Let's deal with we'll come back Jimmy. To you. Okay, if that's how you want to do it, sure. Uh, let's come back to Muhammad and Woodard fighting Jimmy. Yeah. Let me re- reload my arms real quick. Like, like, uh, Henry Cavill. Like Henry Cavill. Love it. Yeah. Um, no. Okay. So he's got a weak spot now. Woodard right. says, Hey, listen. We can hey, hit him in the weak listen. spot. Hey, listen. All right. Um, okay. I got this. Okay. So Muhammad uh, reaches in and grabs this new weak spot with his claws and pulls it open and holds and holds it aside so that Woodard can fire a bunch of arrows in it. Got it. So add plus one for Woodard. So one, plus and one from Woodard. Bunch of arrows. Uh, plus one from Bear Hug. Sure. And plus one for weighed and measured. Because I, when we discussed it, it was talking about weak points. Yeah. Yeah. Finding definitely. Weak points. Yeah. So. Oof, that's a 10. A 10? Plus This three. is definitely hit with all you've got. So that's a tier 3 status automatically. Um, and I get 2. Mm-hmm. So that is going to be a tier 4 status. Mm-hmm. Right away. Mm-hmm. And, you know what? I'll secure a superior position. 
Yeah. So I'm gonna just hold it open. Woodard's gonna unload, and then I'm gonna just like push him backwards. Yeah. Uh, and Woodard is like walking forward with each uh, step. He lets loose another arrow, and it just <laughs> thudding into this weak spot as magma blood splatters across Mohammed's face and shoulder, uh, and. Uh, as you go to shove him back, you shove back the body of Jimmy the Butcher. He slaps against the window pane, and he slowly slides down. And as he finally comes to rest on the floor, he exhales his final breath, a breath of relief. And the orange glow fades from his body. Whew. Woodard comes to stand next to Mohammed. All right, you, you all right, buddy? It's hard. Yeah. All right, well, come on, then. We still got a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> and Woodard and Mohammed start limping towards the the glass. Uh, and the, the steam is separating you from the line of hired muscle, but you can hear uh, rifle bursts coming from outside as they are still trying to keep people out. Uh, the roars of beast men as they are terrifying people and flipping cars to make a barricade. Um, it's a good thing you avoided them to get here. We cut to the stairwell. The ficus grows to the top of the staircase and you step off onto the stairs. Before you is an ornate door. Do you open it? I mean, does yes. it open? <laughs> yeah, you open it. You enter into a glass hallway with a velvet red carpet with gold tassels all along the edge trailing down to another set of ornate doors at the other end of this hallway. You can see the point where the elevator would have let off. And to the left, you see just an unobstructed view of the entire city. You have never been able to take in the entire city before at one time. You've lived in it your whole lives or as long as you can remember and you see portions of it that you have never stepped foot in. Neighborhoods filled with people you have never met before. You see familiar sights, the city park. You see the docks where Morty's Bar once stood. In the distance, you see uh, Dr. Jacoby's Island, which then became Bill's Island. You see the warehouse district, where you first teamed up and fought against Marcus Malcolm and his mutated dogs and discovered the first bottle of pills that were turning people into beastmen. You see the uh, police precinct where uh, we first met Javi uh, and Ren hacked into the computers. You see where 123 Blanco Street once was. You see the water treatment plant all these places you've been before, now so far and removed. And you see the city stretched out before you and the wall of mist at the edge of the city, preventing you from seeing what lies beyond the city, but really what's beyond the city doesn't matter. Because even though you've never been to that neighborhood, even though you've never met that person, even though you've never been to that portion of the city, as you walk across this red velvet carpet, you are fighting for each and every one of those places and each and every one of those people. You walk towards the ornate doors at the end of the hallway. Faye puts her hand on one brass knob. Esther puts her hand on the other brass knob. You look at each other. Do you say anything? No. We just nod. Yeah. You nod. Twist the handles. And you open up. End of episode. <laughs> 
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Misconceptions. Our next and final episode will be released on September 20th. If you have a Facebook or Twitter, you can find us on both of those social media platforms, and you can like us and follow us to get up-to-date information about the show, or behind-the-scenes pictures, or just look at silly gifts that we post sometimes. We also have an email, misconceptionspod at gmail.com, if you would like to contact us that way. We also have a Discord, where you can chat with us directly and chat with other friends of the show. Please click the link below to join our Discord. This show is fully supported by the generous monthly donations of our patrons on Patreon. If you would like to join that elite group of supporters, please click the link below and give any amount you can. City of Mist is an RPG created by Son of Oak. You can find more of their products at sonofoak.com. The Misconceptions theme music was composed by Aaron Wharton. You can find more of his music at aaronwharton.net. Misconceptions is a product of the Misconceptions Podcast Network. And that's it for this week. Get vaccinated, stay healthy, and keep it nerdy, y'all.